0: This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of this podcast series is to support and empower you to be curious about who you are. Who you are beyond your identities, beyond your perceptions, beyond your interpretations, beyond your judgments. Yep, (laughs) there's somebody in there and that person is you. And it's you that is the true you, the big you, the big big W, big capital B Y O U, big you. And it's the sacred divine you. It's the you that came here to have a human experience, to grow yourself and learn more about you, the big, <laughs> the big Y O U, um, in relation to life on Earth, and all the, the pieces of that. It's it's big work and so many of us were well we're not trained to think this way we're not trained even though our religious traditions and spiritual traditions will say it it doesn't somehow unless you really dig in you're not given an opportunity to really train yourself to notice and see and watch and observe you and others in the same way um and and we were trained to ignore ourselves. We're trained to say, hey, I can't trust myself. I can't trust that I'm safe with myself. I think that's 99% of people's um, uh, stresses is they believe they can't trust themselves or that they don't respect their thoughts. They have to go the way of what most people do. The, um, instead of taking the road less traveled or um, traveling to the beat of a different drummer, um, we follow, follow somebody else's course, which is their course. It's not ours. It's not yours. But we don't know that because we're not trained. (laughs) On one level, we're trained to, hey, be independent, be that maverick, be unique, be extraordinary, be the exception. And at the same time, it's like, yeah, you get your head cut off if you do that. That's the, the fear. But, you know, that's not necessarily the truth. So these podcasts is to support and empower you to kind of be courageous and watch and observe what are those truths that you say that you don't live, what are the truths that you fear are true, and what keeps you in the the same spot over and over, feeling stuck and lost, perhaps. Perhaps none of that's true for you, and you're just curious and fascinated by my voice. Maybe that's true, too. Who knows? Uh, what I wanted to focus on uh, last yesterday, well, the, in the previous podcast, I was talking about this part of ourselves that's in, inside um, the, the the big you, the big Y-O-U, the divine you, the sacred you, the, div- the one that is un- united and in harmony with everyone and everything. And how we distract and avoid ourselves from knowing that and living in that and training ourselves to be that. And we say, ah, that's impossible. How can you do that? It takes training. But it also, first of all, takes um, it takes conviction that you say, this is true. And if it's true, I'm going to live in that truth um, versus uh, <laughs> that's true, but I'm too afraid, which is how most of us um, live. Uh, so many people, when I say, "What's your highest principles of spirituality?" they'll say um, that I'm provided for, that uh, that there's abundance always for me, and that I'm loved. It's like, okay, great. And what's the degree to that you live in that? Oh, fifty-five percent. That means forty-five percent of you doesn't live in the principle and the belief that your highest, your highest wisdom, you know, this the sacred divine universe that you're not trusting the sacred divine universe. <laughs> you, you, 55% is saying, yes, I do, but 45% is not. And so that keeps you in a stuck place. It's like nothing's happening. And um, what needs to shift so that you're making progress so that that 50, 55% that believes and trusts and lives in the knowing becomes 60% or 70% But you have to grow that percentage, which means you have to let go of the fears. You have to let go of the limiting beliefs and constraining perceptions that keep that 45% in place. So it's a dilemma sometimes. It's like, how do I know? Well, that's the big deal. (laughs) And that's part of the intentions of uh, providing these podcasts is so that it's like, you know, at least you're not alone, that I know what that's like to go well how do i know the difference how do i know if i'm this if i should do this or should do that how do i know and it's like you know when when you feel the effortlessness of something like a yes that's it and then there's a but yes but or yes well you know and when there's the yes and you feel the yes the resonance inside you and yeah this feels really good And then a fear comes up and dissuades you from that, distracts you, avoids, distracts, avoid, ignores um, that. Then you know you are on the right track, but you're following a fear. And that's what most of us do. We go, yes, I want this. And people will hire me as a coach, transformational coach. They'll hire me and they'll want something. And then it's like, yeah, but this is too hard. It's too scary. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do me doing this. And I think if I were to change the the title of this podcast series, it would be, I don't know how to do me. Because that's what takes us into the spiritual immersion process. It takes us into how do I identify myself? How do I get to know who I am? Because I don't even know how to do me. And so I don't know what that is. I don't know who I am. So this process of spiritual immersion is really the identifying of who you are and the disidentifying with the things, the things and the elements of life that you identify yourself as, the roles that you have, all of it. And I mean all of it, like how much money I should be making, how much money I do make, how many times I pay my bills, how many times I, you know, all of that stuff. What kind of shoes I have in the closet? What kind of food I have in my in my refrigerator? What kind of dog I have? All of those things are elements of how we identify with ourselves um, identify ourselves with ourselves. Um, and I mentioned with uh, COVID and the fires in, um, the United States, a lot of people are losing a lot of the things that they were identifying with. And now what, now who are they? What's left? What's left? And that's where we're at. (laughs) That's what's left. (laughs) And I laugh because I know this place. Um, it's it's a it's a hard difficult challenging um sometimes excruciatingly painful and despairing search for who's in there and what's in there and what's the truth and and accepting the truth um surrendering everything else surrendering i don't know even now i today is a sunday and uh It's like, should I stay home and be home, or should I go and have fun? (laughs) That in itself should tell you something, right? Not that I don't have fun at home, but it's like, should I stay home, or should I go have some fun? It's like, Rosie, come on. (laughs) I'm going to go have some fun today. Um, But there's some time that I need to spend here, and retreat, and and respite, and uh, rest, before I go and do something else. But those are the choices that I make, not from um, I should stay home because this is my home and this is where I need to be because this is where you should be if you have a home, as opposed to, yeah, my home is great. I love my home and I think I'll go and have some fun over at the beach. Why not, right? So one of the things I promised in the previous podcast is to talk about how we use this denial, distraction and ignoring and avoiding with other people. So quite often, and I'll put it this way first of all, quite often if we have if you're a therapist or a coach or you work with people uh, anyway, your minister, uh, spiritual guide, uh, psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever, there's a way that you are perceiving your clients, your patients, what your guides, your coaches, there's a way that you're perceiving them. And you're either perceiving them with lack, that they lack anything, or you see them in wholeness and love, and you see them in perfection. And in that perfection, in a sense, they're perfect as they are, and they're having um, a spiritual evolution process in this human body. So if I, see my, if I perceive my clients as lacking, in a sense that they lack intelligence or they lack common sense, or they lack uh, capacities for love and fun and playfulness. If I see them in anything but wholeness, then I am ignoring and distracting myself from the wholeness so that they are. And it's a reflection of how I'm ignoring and distracting my own sense of self. Now, so that's one arena. If we look at um, how you be as a parent or as as a, a person with children. Are you perceiving them as lacking? Aside from the fact they're perfectly innocent and playful and joyful and loving, and they're kids. They have a le- level of understanding, they have a level of um, truth um, uh, of what's true in this human body. They have a level of it. They're learning more. But how do we, you perceive them? Do you uh, see them as a reflection? Uh, that just doesn't work. I, I was going to say something. Basically, what we do is we project onto other people what we're afraid of our in ourselves. So if we're not owning our wholeness, we're not going to own that other people are whole. And um, if we think there's something wrong and lacking, then the way that we uh, talk to people, the way that we perceive people uh, will be that they lack. Uh, If I feel unlovable, then I will project that or um, perceive that in other people. So it's, it's an interesting dilemma in how we be with other people as a reflection of how we be with ourself. So it took me a long time to get here, <laughs> but here I am. Um, how you treat other people, how do you want to be treated in the world? How do you want people to treat you? How do you want to be treated with love and respect and wholeness? Do you want to be seen as extraordinary and, um, and, Uh, perfect and delightful and adorable and lovable? If so, then that's the way to start treating other people. (laughs) I laugh because it's really hard work to see that. It's like, wow, how do I look at that person? How do I perceive that person? Am I seeing that person as lacking? And do I talk to them as if they're lacking? Or do I talk to them as if they're whole? Because I, I know I hate it when people talk to me as if I'm an idiot. I hate it when I'm ta- people are talking to me as if I'm um, less than. I don't know about you, but I suspect you don't like it either. But to train ourselves, to, for me to train myself, like a lot of my clients will say, Ma, you are just so amazing in your ability to be present with, my, with who I am in my wholeness. I always feel seen and witnessed by you. That took a lot of training in me to be able to let go of my arrogance or my righteousness or my judgments and just say, gosh, they're whole. They're beautiful beings. They're beautiful beings. You guys are beautiful beings. And to be witnessed in that beauty is a lot. And to train, for me to train myself and for you to train yourself to see the beauty of who you are is extraordinary. So I'm gonna bring up one short story. Um, I have a client, I'm calling her Genevieve, and Genevieve has um, a perfect life. It's the life she wanted. She's got a great husband, she, they've got a great home, they've got two young kids um, that are healthy and vibrant and delightful. And Genevieve is like working all the time. She's, um, she, right now with the COVID, she's home Uh, but she's working all the time. And, And she, when we have our conversations and I say, hey, how was your week? She'll go, oh my God, it was so much work and the kids are so much and this is that. And it's like, wait a second, you wanted this life, right? Yeah, you wanted these children. Yeah, and they're wonderful. They're beautiful. It's like, so what is in the way of you really embracing how great life is? How great is your life? Can you acknowledge that for yourself? Well, and it's part of our paradigm to say, I can't own how great my life is. I have to see it as my perceptions that, you know, my kids are creating havoc for me. My kids are, you know, her kids are being five-year-olds, right? They're just being kids. But how she's perceiving herself and her reality makes it less than. And that's what we do, we make our life less than, because somehow we've we've trained ourselves to do that. And the point of these conversations is to begin to train ourselves, not to see the negative, not to see what's missing or lacking, but begin to train yourself to see what is, the goodness, the love, the light, the delight, the playfulness, the opportunities to play, as opposed to, oh, I gotta keep working. It's like what's that getting you well i feel like i've accomplished something but are you fulfilled <laughs> big pause no no i'm not fulfilled but i've got a clean house okay great but genevieve is also she's also um experiencing some physical disease and she's physic has some physical diseases because She's not resting. She's not putting her feet up in the afternoon. She never sits down in the, in the daytime. She only has two kids. Not only has two kids, but she has two kids. But she never lets herself sit down and, and take a moment. Even maybe take a moment to read with the kids or something. But she never sits down. So what that's doing is creating some dis-ease in her body. And her dis-ease is getting her to have to go to the hospital on, for, to urgent care. Like, that's not a good thing. So that's all part of this process of seeing us in the goodness and the wholeness and not in the brokenness, as if we're per- perceiving our, our reality, other people, or ourselves. See, begin to see, So it's a big practice in the spiritual immersion process to begin to see positivity versus all the ways that we've trained ourselves to see the negative. All right, well, I've gone over quite a bit today. Um, there's no <laughs> rules or limitations, so I've just apologized for nothing. <laughs> uh, but my usual is to quit and um, finish around uh, 13 minutes, and we've gone over a bit. Um, so that's pretty much it. If you have any questions or feedback, give me a, uh, give me a ring. Uh, my email is uh, rosy at paradigmshifts.com. Or you can reach me uh, at my um, website is theparadigmshifts.com. You might be interested in some of my books, which you can find on Amazon, or you can also see them on my website, Um, Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. This, it will be a book probably in about six months or a year. Uh, This is now, again, August 2020. All right, big hugs to you. Bye for now.